Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dialed In. This is a broadcast where we focus on sharing actionable steps that you can implement to help you live a big life. Our guest today is part of the Big Life series. Now, if this is your first time listening, I'm talking with people who are living life in a big way. And when I say big, what I mean is that they are dialed in to who they are and they're living life using their strengths and talents, doing things that they love. Today's guest is Heather Manzano. Heather is the owner of Manzano Consulting and she and her family have made drastic life excuse me, lifestyle changes to pursue a life by design. Heather serves individuals as a faculty member on the John Maxwell team, and she also works with the president of the John Maxwell team, Paul Martinelli, and speaker trainer for the John Maxwell team, Robbie Galbraith, in a personal development mindset business called Empowerment Mentoring. Wow, Heather, you are busy. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course. So I asked you to come on Dialed In, well, basically because I've seen you take massive action to change your life. It's like you just decided to live big and then you just got after doing it. And I just can't wait for the listeners to hear your story. So. I'm just going to ask you to share what's on your heart and we'll go from there. Yeah, sure. Well, thank you again to, for the opportunity to be here and to share. And, um, you know, I, I love being on the journey with you too, Bethany, because I see that, you know, certainly you are, you know, you're taking big steps as well. And um, it's something that we really have done together over the course of being on the John Maxwell team together, right? So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So my journey, I mean, oh my goodness, you know, I, I spent years, uh, to spare everyone the boring details of <laughs> years in the corporate world, let's just say, you know, I, mm -hmm. I, 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 I was like basically 20 plus years um, in banking in, um, in New Jersey, Ocean City, New Jersey, which it was a beautiful location. And um, then about nine, 10 years in upstate New York when we relocated, um, same industry. And so a big chunk of what I did actually when I was in the corporate setting was uh, employee development. Uh, I was in senior, I'd worked my way up over the years and a chunk of that time was spent in management or senior management, um, both in, you know, as a bank, bank manager, um, then manager over the, you know, over the bank managers. And so a lot mm -hmm. of what got incorporated into my job at that point in time was, um, was employee development and making sure that the employees grew, had growth plans, that type of thing. And I really found as I was doing uh, the different duties of my job, that that was the part that I loved the most. I absolutely loved coming alongside people, seeing them grow, seeing them find their passion in, you know, in their job and, um, and really grow both personally and professionally. And so one particular year, um, you know, and when I was in upstate New York, it was a smaller credit union, a close-knit company. They really, actually, I guess I should back up just a little bit. That particular company, when we when we left New Jersey and I left the company that I had been at for the longer period of time, we relocated to upstate New York. Uh, my second uh, child, my son, at the time was just uh, a couple of years before going into kindergarten. 
And so I decided for the first time, and you know, since my husband and I had been married, to take off a few years, stay home, and be with mm-hmm. him. But when when we were putting him in school, I decided it was time to kind of get my my you know my get back out there again. And so I went mm-hmm. to this credit union, and they actually brought me in based on my resume because they wanted a, a culture shift. And so, um, you know, with what they saw in my job and my resume and what I brought out in the interview process, they were like, we really need someone to come in and help us. You know, the culture was at that point in time, toxic there was not a desirable place to work. And, you know, good on them that the the CEO and the leadership team kind of knew that. So then they wanted to change and they were ready. So they brought me in and made that the primary focus of my job. And so three years in, fast forward, you know, The, the team and I, uh, fortunately, they were 100% on board, and we really worked hard to shift that culture. And a big part mm-hmm. of that, of what I used, were the teachings and trainings of John Maxwell. Um, I'd followed him a big chunk of my life because, like I said, a lot of what I did was leadership development. And so I can't remember when I first tuned into him. I mean, I think it was before Google, so I probably just went into a bookstore, you know, looked up leadership topics, saw John Maxwell. And immediately when I read him, I resonated with the principles that I saw, that I heard, you know, saw and heard. And so I'd used him several years. And um, and so I, he was a big part. His teachings were a big part of, of that particular part of my career and my job and working on the culture of the, of the credit union where I was. And so one particular Christmas, I remember the CEO calling me in and he said to me, you know, Heather, we know that we're a small company and that... We, we can't pay you what you probably could go get somewhere else, but we do want to do something for you. So, you know, is there anything that we can do for you to help further your education? Do you want to go for HR classes, HR, you know, anything like that? And I remember saying to them, no, I don't want to do HR because I'm not about, <laughs> you know, policies and procedures <laughs> and making sure that mm-hmm. we abide by the law when it comes to people management. But what I do want to do, what I would love to do is, take this leadership development another step further and I just heard not long before that about the John Maxwell team it was they just started wow and so I looked I looked into it and I um, brought it back to them as a presentation and said would you if you're you're asking if you can invest in me I'd love to you know I'd love to go for this John Maxwell certification training and they said yes and they set me up they certified me I brought the materials back and I used them through the certification program in my job there and over the mm-hmm. course of the next two years I really decided I I decided my husband and I <laughs> decided he kept encouraging me he's a, he's a serial entrepreneur and he absolutely <laughs> loves you know, he's been self-employed for years and I was one with the safe corporate job <laughs> and, and, the, and the weekly paycheck and the health benefits right um, mm-hmm. But he just saw the potential and he's like, oh my gosh, with what you guys have done, you know, at, the, at your current job, why on earth would you not? You're so passionate about it. Don't you want to go do this for other companies? Wouldn't you love to do this in your own business? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning, Bethany, I really didn't catch the vision of that because I, what I had was a vision of no health benefits and no paycheck. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, um, and so at the time, the president of the John Maxwell team that you mentioned in the beginning, Paul Martinelli, was, um, I'd been on, you know, the mentorship certification calls in the John Maxwell team. I'd been on those and talked with him um, several times about, you know, how to incorporate what I was doing, not just in my job, but maybe start doing it as a side job for other companies. And my husband said to me, I think you really need to work closer with him 
you know, and talk to him about this possibility. And so interesting piece on my, on my journey, you know, I, I connected and got the information on, on working with him and the, the email, when the email came back and I saw the price tag attached to it, I immediately decided not for me, <laughs> you know? And, mm-hmm. um, I remember looking at the price tag and saying, man, you know, we could pay for a year of our daughter's college education with this. We could, Go on the family dream vacation that we've always dreamed of going on. I made a list all weekend of all the reasons and things that we could do with that money that we could or would or should in my mind do with that money. And my husband never wavered. He's like, no, we need to take this and invest in you. And at the end of the weekend, I kind of had this little epiphany and it was that all the week, all weekend that I, I had been making a list of everything else that I believed was worthy of that money but I wasn't on that list. And I didn't mm. believe that I was worthy of that money. And coming to that realization was huge for me. And that was kind wow. of the thing that helped, yeah, that was the thing that helped me to realize through talking with my husband, through talking with, you know, people that, I, that, was, that were close to me, that I needed to make this step because what I was, what I was passionate about was with, you know, something I absolutely could do, but I didn't have the belief in me it's not that I didn't have the skills and resources. Um, you know, I certainly had every resource available to me in the John Maxwell team um, and with the faculty on the John Maxwell team. And I, and I had the ability within me to do it. I didn't have the belief mm-hmm. in me to do it. And so making that investment in my personal growth in that way, because remember, the credit union made the investment in me and the John Maxwell team. <laughs> right. They made that investment. And so I realized I had to make an investment. They believed in me, you know. So, so anyway, um, I thought that was an important piece of the journey to share. Then what happened after that was, um, you know, after I started working with Paul, we really, we really honed in on what my vision was, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to look like. I went to the credit union, and, you know, I was friends with the CEO, certainly. And I shared with him, you know, that this was my intent. And they couldn't have been more supportive. They backed me up 100% because I'd had a great relationship with them. I was honest with them all along. You know, they noticed my strengths and they said, look, you do, this is something that you love, that you, this is something that's a strength for you. You should be doing it. You know, why not? We, we certainly want what happened to, for us to happen, you know, to other companies mm-hmm. out there. Um, and so we put together a plan, basically, you know, with my husband and Paul and my CEO and myself, we put together a transition plan which allowed me over the course of like the next eight months to go from full-time to part-time to um, actually transitioning my employer to be my first client so I shifted um, you know employee status to vendor client status and they were the first big client that I had I big you know it's all relative but they were my first anchor mm-hmm. client I should say that I had when I transitioned out and then from there, you know, from there, everything else that's happened just kind of sprung. Um, you know, I, I learned about visioning. And so about the time I was transitioning out, my husband and I sat down and we did our first six-month vision. And that was through one of the programs in empowerment mentoring, actually, that you spoke about um, called Designing Your Empowered Life. And we sat down and did a six-month vision. And I listed on that vision that the names of the people I wanted to work with and Paul and Roddy were on that list. They'd been instrumental in my growth up to that point and 
I knew that I wanted to be a part of what they were doing and I wanted to be a part of helping other people, you know, growing uh, in their growth journeys. And so mm-hmm. I wrote that on my list. <laughs> and my husband actually at the time had joined the John Maxwell team for his own personal growth and just to help him with, with in, in his own business, you know, entrepreneurially, not necessarily teaching the materials, but, um, and he did a vision too. And in his, he wrote that he wanted to do um, video, he does video, audio and video, and he wrote that he wanted to do videos for the John Maxwell team. And um, within eight months, I would say, everything had come, you know, everything on my, my vision had come to pass. And so that was part of what brought us, so we moved it last, one year ago, last year, four months ago, we moved from upstate New York down to Jupiter, Florida, to do full-time work with um, with Paul Martinelli and Roddy and Goldbraith in the empowerment mentoring and uh, also in the John Maxwell team. So that's kind of like a nutshell summary of, you know, it's a lot of little pieces placed in between, a lot of learning in right. between, but that's the overall, you know, big picture story, I think. Wow. So as I listen to you and I'm thinking of like our listeners who are hearing your story. How did it, how did you know what to do first? I mean, so you you said that Andrew believed in you and kind of pressed you to believe that you were worthy. But then, how did you know where to start after that? Yeah, I I think that I well, what I've come to realize since is that I I know the answers are you know were always within me, but I didn't know that I knew. And so for me, what that means is that you have to surround yourself with people who have, A, been on the journey already and have, have a measure of, a, of success that you want to attain, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and you then align yourself with them um, in your circle, uh, not just because they are where you want to go, but because they got there using the integrity and values that you want to use to get there. And... Um, so for me, one of the most integral parts of knowing that next step all along the journey was having a really intentional um, inner circle of advisors. I think I look at it as the president's cabinet, right? Like the president oh, doesn't know. Yeah. He does, he's not the expert in every area, but he knows what expert to turn to when he has to make an expert decision. And... Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I surrounded myself with people whose belief I could borrow in me because you, ha- you know when you don't have the belief yourself, borrow it from somebody else. So mm-hmm. I sur- intentionally surrounded myself with people whose belief I could borrow, whose wisdom I could trust, and um, who could teach me how to learn to trust my own intuition as well. And so using those tools, I was able to learn how to tune into what I already knew inside of me to be the next step. And so I think it's important to, to look at it from a perspective. You know, what I've learned, and I know you've heard this too, Bethany, is that, you know, you don't have to know every next step. You just have to know the one next step. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was big for me because I've always been a planner, <laughs> you know, up until mm-hmm. the last like year and a half. I was a planner and I had to have everything planned out. And I didn't realize until I started working with this intentional circle of people 
that that held me back in a lot of areas because, um, you know, I didn't, all I have to know is where I want to go and the one next step in front of me to get me there. And oftentimes that times that one next step was, you know, I, I became aware of that by tuning into the people in my circle and my own inner voice of intuition as, as I had learned to trust it, you know, in my personal growth journey. Wow, that's great. I have like a page of notes here. <laughs> this is such, you know, this is, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, you know, it's, um, you know, and sometimes the next step that I took was, you know, it wasn't necessarily a success by my previous definition, but it was a success because I learned something that I had to know to help me take this, this step successfully. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm just writing here because no, that's okay. this is this is really really, really good. Uh, you know, what's interesting is the more I talk to people that are living big, the more I see patterns in mm-hmm. the things that they tell they share with me that um, like it's almost like a, a model of success that has a lot of common threads. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the the one thing I definitely hear from everyone that I talk to is you don't have to know all the steps. You just have to know the one next step. Just do the one next thing that is in front of you, right? Yeah. Well, I'll quote, I'll quote, you know, someone that you and I both know is Danielle Anika. She's a teaching partner in empowerment mentoring. And I love the way she put it. I heard her say a while ago, that when she tells people, you know, they because she's done amazing. She's just, you know, she was grew up poor in mm-hmm. Romania. And now she has her own, you know, very successful uh, business in, in this industry. And, um, you know, she says people ask her all the time, like, how do you do the impossible? It looks like what you've done is impossible. And she said, how you do the impossible is just take the one possible step in front of you toward it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's and great. So what, yeah, what's the one step in front of me that's possible? And that really is, right. that really is how I did it. I mean, when people, you know, and, and, and becoming aware of that step is just a part of the growth process. Being tuned into your intuition, allowing other people, inviting other people who, again, whose values and character and success and achievements you trust, allowing them to look at your, your life from outside your picture, right? Because we can only see the picture from our perspective and when we're in the frame we only see it from one side so you have to have mm-hmm. a close knit inner circle to be able to look at it from the other side and reflect back to the things you're not seeing and um and so those two things together um you know helped me to become aware of each step along the way and some of it was just you know some of it was plain out practical advice <laughs> right you know like Paul mm-hmm. would tell me when you transition you know have six months worth of income saved up from simply from working your business then you know that you you know then you know you've created the the base that you need you know you have the stamina that it takes you know so some mm-hmm. of it was practical advice that led me led me to the next step and some of it was intuition and some of it was growth mm-hmm. absolutely 
I, uh, I love this. I love your story. I love uh, looking back just in the few years I've known you, just a massive change and, and how I just see you live into your dreams. And that's so inspiring, um, especially because many people don't have anybody that they're surrounded by that are living big. And, and uh, I know for me, for a long time, the people that I surrounded myself with, nobody was living outside their comfort zone. Nobody was chasing after dreams. They didn't even talk about dreams. And um, some of the first things for me that helped move me forward was reading, reading books or following people that thought differently. So if, as a listener, if you're, if you're hearing all of this and Heather's amazing story here and you're thinking, but I can't possibly do that. First of all, you can. And secondly, just start where you're at. It doesn't mean you have to go out and find a mentor and pay somebody thousands of dollars initially. You, you can pick up a book by someone that has, is doing things or is living a life that you, that you want to live. And, and, you know, I know I've heard Paul say some of his mentors, his best mentors were dead people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. And so, um, isn't, you know, speaking of that, Heather, isn't there, there's a program coming up with empowerment mentoring that people probably could, people that are listening could jump in on. And I don't know the dates when everything starts. Do you, is it um, the science of getting rich? Is that what's happening next? Yeah. So, um, and and just to back up real quick, Bethany, like I love love what you said, because, you know, I didn't start off paying thousands of dollars to someone to mentor me either. Um, but I did have people in my own life, you know, that I, that were mentors to me, um, that I, that I noticed those same characteristics in, right. Someone who mm-hmm. was more successful and, uh, more, um, you know, and, and accomplished more than me, someone who was further down the road, somewhere, someone who was living mm-hmm. in some area in their life in a way that I wanted, to, you know, that I wanted to emulate. And, um, one of those was my father-in-law. Um, you know, wow. one of them it was my husband. One of them, so a different, um, and, and I would turn to my father-in-law often for advice. And I would list, and here's the thing, you know, find who that person is. And like Bethany said, it could be, you know, someone who's a wisdom you're gleaning from a book. It could be mm-hmm. someone in your own life, your own circle now that you, you know, whose advice you admire, someone in your professional circle, you know, reach out and ask them. Most people are honored to be to be a voice of influence mm-hmm. in your life. And then this crucial second step is to do what they say, because right. you know, if you or do what you learn, right? Take action on it because mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people fall short. They'll be like, oh, they'll hear it and they'll think it sounds good, but then we don't take the, sometimes the pain or uncomfortableness of action. And um, and I did those things all along the way, and so. To help, you know, to your point when you brought up the program, um, there are, Empowerment Mentoring does have, like every week on our um, Living Empowered Facebook page, there's a Facebook Live on some growth principle <laughs> that you can watch for mm-hmm. free. You can tune in for free for 48 hours and you can watch the, re- you know, for free when it happens and it's free for 48 hours to watch the replay. So if you can't catch it right away. Um, you know, and then if it's something that you're like, wow, I want to keep and listen to over and over again, you can invest in having lifetime access to it. Um, 
we do shows on Monday nights at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, sorry, Monday nights at 7 o'clock, and Saturdays at 9.30 a.m., so there's a weekend and a weeknight. And then, um, like Bethany said, there's also a program that's coming out. Um, so the, the weekly Facebook lives are kind of individual, shorter lessons on any type of growth principle, anything from goal achievement to, you know, how to overcome anxieties and fears to, to um, you know, how to become aware that you are a resourced individual, like I was talking about mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are just weekly repetitive, you know, great ways to get information into you and to borrow the belief of other people in a growth community who are on the journey with you. Um, and then we have the Science of Getting Rich program that's coming out as well, which is going to be a 19-day study. Um, and it's, again, it's free for the time that it's, um, you know, for the time that we are, are um, offering the program. So every day there'll be a, a lesson released and it's free for all of that time, you know, and then if you want to keep it there after there's a there's lifetime access available to purchase as well so there are ways to hop into programs Mm -hmm. um there are people in your life if you just start looking for them i guarantee it that um will be happy to invest um you know in the beginning in you to help you um on your growth journey like you know i'm glad you brought that up because i you know like i said i didn't (laughs) i didn't invest in in that kind of professional mentor on day one i mean i was Mm -hmm mid 40s when I <laughs> when I did that and I'd been and if you think about it based on my story it really was like 20 you know 30 years that I was involved in employee development and and growth before I ever took that kind of step in my own life I appreciate you sharing that um and and I've been the same way you know it wasn't like I just woke up one day and decided I'd invest in the John Maxwell team and then mm-hmm. in other things they have going on so um, it's the same same thing I, my very first step years ago was looking at the people I sur- was surrounded by and realizing that they didn't look like my future that mm. like the future I wanted and then I just started very uncomfortably reaching out to people that I admired that were doing things yep. that I wanted to do and asked them for coffee and yep. and those people are still in my life and still you know supporting me and I support them as well and and so it doesn't have to be you know a, a huge massive first step you just do what's in front of you so I, uh, I so I so appreciate you sharing and 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 there's so many takeaways here I had like eight written down I I pared it down to four and I'd like to share those and then I'm going to ask you Heather to share where people can connect with you so if you haven't been taking notes up until this point um, now is the time to definitely grab a pen and paper or pull out your notepad on your phone and whatever that is for you and I'll share some four takeaways from Heather's story about living big all right number one believe that you are worthy and invest in yourself Number two, know who you are and what you want. Number three, create a vision and take action. That action can be just the one next thing that's in front of you. And number four, align yourself with people who believe in you, share your values, will share their wisdom with you, and who look like your future. Good Stuff, Heather so I know people are dying to know 
how they can connect with you, how they can follow you, how they can know more about your story. So where would you send them? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So you can reach out to me. Um, I have, well, I have a website that's um, pretty easy. It's just menzanoconsulting.com. So my last name, consulting.com. Um, or you can reach me individually if anyone wanted to, you know, email me. It's heather at menzanoconsulting.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, right? So if you put my name in, certainly you'll find me. And I do have a Manzano Consulting Facebook page. But if you just remember Manzano Consulting, you can get, <laughs> you can reach me either on my <laughs> website or through my email or on Facebook. Perfect. And I will also put all of these details in the description of this podcast. So um, it'll be there as a resource as well. Thank you again, Heather, for being here today. We really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone who is listening today. I appreciate you spending your time with us. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Dialed In so you never miss an episode. And until next time, take action, live big, and stay dialed in.